Superfan Giovanni, and welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 659, featuring Annalisa and Sandy, uh, dancers from Bob's Classy Lady, from April 8th, 1998, a Wednesday night show. Uh, source on this one is a brand new Melissa tape from 2014, with some Toby Dog 2007 patches in there to flesh things out, and a little bit of Kevin tape as well. They're making their only known appearance on Classic Love Line, uh, professional dancers from the local establishment known as Bob's Classy Lady which is a long-running adult entertainment establishment in the Valley and has been and will continue to be referenced by Adam many, many more times. Adam has a solid tax rant, and the boys reminisce about their horrible 1997 MTV Spring Break experience when they were in Panama City. The show ends with Adam complaining about Tony Danza and Scott Bayo. He wants to see them on a special called Set Adrift in the Atlantic on a Dinghy. This episode is now complete, or as complete as we're going to get. It's uh, really interesting. It's a unique one. Make sure not to miss it. Mahalo, and get on. Dr. Yes, it is. Phone number for Loveline, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew, board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good radio there, Drew. You're a real pro, Adam. Thank chewing you. And, uh, mm-hmm. Chewing and spewing. It's the... Hey, that's... Oh, let me write that down. Hey. <laughs> All right, tonight. I got, I got a humble shush. experience they calling you at your offices. Oh yes, oh, yes. Drew had to call my offices today. Oh for God's sake! Oh, yeah, enjoy it. See, I got this guy's another, an asshole. Got about another three weeks there before they toss us out. All right, okay. okay, what's going on tonight? Well, we have uh, exotic dancers uh, and or strippers in here. Actually, both. I don't know. Um, to me, I guess exotic dancers uh, involves a balloon, maybe a fan, uh, maybe a feathered fan or something like that. Strippers, here's the deal. If uh, there's somebody accompanying you, accompanying you uh, like on a piano, it may be exotic dancing. If um, you have a hair band playing like Cinderella when you hit the stage, it's stripping. And if it's in Van Nuys or North Hollywood, stripping. Right. So uh, you guys work at uh, Bob's Classy Lady. That'd be uh, Sandy and uh, Annalisa. Now, Bob's is over on uh, Sepulveda, is Raymer. it not? Raymer, off Sepulveda. Oh, off Sepulveda. Right, uh, isn't that near uh, Dr. Hogley Wogley's, uh, yes, Tyler, it Texas? Is. Oh, to the left. <laughs> Nothing better after a good night of stripping, going for a little uh, ribs, little ribs and uh, some Bucky brisket. Bone. Oh, that is an awesome place. I swear to God, if I worked within a four-mile radius of that barbecue place, uh, I would knock off another five bucks an hour. I really would. So is Bob's... I don't know if I've been to Bob's. I've been to a lot of uh, these places throughout the Valley. Bob's is topless, right? No, you're thinking of the Classy Lady, which is also owned Uh, by our company. That's in Northridge or something. That's also in Van Nuys, and that is off 
off of Sepulveda and Roscoe. But didn't fog. there used to be a classy lady off uh, in Canoga Park or Chatsworth? Chatsworth. Yeah, that was a bikini bar. You're dating which yourself, has been Adam. sold. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, not that long. Maybe six years ago. Yeah, but I was there 106 years ago. <laughs> I started over there. So oh, really? I've been with them a long time. Uh, is uh, now now you're not dancing anymore, or only by uh, special re- request? By special request. And who would that be? Uh, your dad, uh, your boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> old school teacher. You know, it's funny. It, it could be anybody, but people for some reason, are more attracted to me now that I have to keep my clothes on. Oh, yes. And they beg. So. Yeah, but how do they even know it's an option? I mean, you come they into the place. Ask. You're managing the place now, right? Right. All right. So, like like, I'm, like I said, how would you know to ask for you? I mean, you know, what they about don't. the bouncer? Do they ask him to get up there and uh, shake his ass? <laughs> this is like the, this is sort of like gaydar and things like that. Some people just have instincts about these things. They just try. All right. So It's so, just like oh, being anywhere, a, a man approaching a woman. Right. They... But it's a bigger commodity. Try. I mean, she's the only, like, clothed female. Wait, are, are you scantily clad? No. Are you just wearing, uh, wearing like, a, a parka? No, sometimes I'll be in a suit, a dress, sometimes and you, you're whatever just, I feel like You're wearing. just running around uh, checking the registers, checking the door and doing all that stuff? Exactly. So, Bob's is totally nude then? Yes. So, that means there's no beer served? Correct. That's not entire. well, in... we are very fortunate because in the same building as our club, there's a full bar. Sports bar. Uh huh. The sports page. So, what does that mean exactly? That means that the guys can go, they can literally walk, like, it's connected. It's the same building. They can walk out of Bob's, go to the bar, and walk back into Bob's. So, they can get loaded, stagger back into Bob's, stagger up on stage, and try to rape someone. No. 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 Okay. I'm just saying, normally the totally nude doesn't mix with the booze. They don't allow alcohol inside of Bob's. But right. We do. We just opened the sports bar. Now, if it's a topless place, you get to serve beer. Correct. So I guess, and I don't know that much about the running of these businesses, but I guess it's sort of a you have to make a decision. Do you want to serve beer and sell beer and make some money selling beer, or do you want more people to come in because the place is totally nude? And mm-hmm. I guess Bob's uh, did the uh, did a little scouting report, found out there's a bar next door, and said, "Screw it." No. Is that it? No. He opened the bar. He opened the bar. Oh, the bar well, wasn't there. All right. It's, it's it's Bob's has been there for five years. He's a genius. This, uh, this Bob. Four months ago. Is Bob a slimy guy? No, Bob is the best. You know what? Family man. Bob. <laughs> I, I, I strippers are his family, Drew. I swear yes. to God, you know, I actually don't know him that well, and I, and that is what makes me think that he's such a good guy. His, uh, never just, came on you? Never once. He's very professional. He's just, you know. Any celebrities come into place that you recognize? Yeah. Charlie Sheen, you. guys like that? I, you know. Who do you know? I, come I, on. I, what, I actually been been kicked, Charlie Sheen kicked me out of his house. Really? One time he called a company that I was working for that, that used to book strippers. You could call up like a pizza. It's very degrading. Mm-hmm. Something about being called like 30 minutes or less. You got to be there. And he called up and, you know. And I'm there to do my one hour, you know, striptease dance. And literally, you know, five minutes after I got there, when he realized that it was just a dance, he right. said, you know, go home. I've been kicked out by the best one, baby. No, you wouldn't have <laughs> sex with Charlie Sheen? Good God. <laughs> See, this is the big difference between males and females. Because the equivalent to Charlie Sheen in uh, as actors, I mean, Charlie Sheen is young, he's good looking, he's rich, and you show me the female equivalent. He was a customer, though. All right, just relax over there, Miss Heinmighty. You, you're taking your clothes off for a living. <laughs> Please, enough with the scruples. Here's the point I'm making. 
the female equivalent to Charlie Sheen is a young, attractive, uh, leading woman type. And first off, she wouldn't pay for some like, guy to come like over to Sharon, dance around. Sharon Stone asked you to come over. Yeah, if Sharon Stone asked some uh, some Nimrod to come over and shake around and then wanted to have sex, the guy would be elated. I mean, you wouldn't be able to get him out of the house. He wouldn't take the money. He'd jump right on Sharon. And uh, he'd be on the phone to his buddies immediately. You well, know what I mean? That's the difference between men and women. Yeah, but uh, why wouldn't you <laughs> sleep with Charlie Sheen? Maybe he loved you. He was really rude, li literally, from oh. the second I walked in. All right. So, um, I don't think he loved me. Okay. So <laughs> I he didn't kicked get you. that from him. How does that bachelor party stuff work? Um, you know, you they call up through the same companies. They're entertainment companies that are right. listed in the Yellow Pages. And the companies have, like, flyers with pictures of different girls. And usually only maybe two of those girls actually work at the company. Yeah. Or the picture's, like, 10 years old. And, uh... So the first thing you have to deal with is... Right, she's wearing a mood ring and exactly. some culottes. Yeah, the first thing is you have to explain like why you're not the blonde that they picked off the flyer. Right. But usually, you know, you get they get over that like after about, you know, 15 seconds. But yeah, Annalisa is uh, very attractive, and I think I would get over that. But I have been in those situations where you do go out and... Actually, I've never gone out and picked any anybody. I've had other guys go out and pick through the catalog. Then the women show up at the party. Then we beat the ass out of the guy who said he went down and picked it out. And while he's being beaten, he's saying, "I don't know, but no, 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 I don't know what happened. It wasn't her. I don't know what to do." But no one's going to send you home at that point. Um, I haven't been sent home, but no. it does happen sometimes. Yeah. All right. So is it usually you and another girl, or is it just you? Um, if it, I do two girl shows, but they can, you know, we, mm -hmm. they can do a one girl or a two girl, and we show up with um, our own individual drivers. Right. It was also the guy who makes change. Who's also the guy who drags in the ghetto box, right? Yeah, he brings in the ghetto box. Right. They gotta have music. Makes through. change. He goes out to the van and gets whipped cream. Right. <laughs> it's usually like a big fat guy, and he comes in, and he's sort of like part chauffeur, part pimp, part DJ, but uh, all man. And these guys, they do is they're like, they drive the girls there, they offer a little protection, and then they sort of goose the guys up. Hey, uh, boys, you want to do around the world? Uh, yeah. All right. Ten bucks a piece. Let's go. And then the guy starts making change, and you can never use the excuse of, uh, listen, I only got a 50, Bob. I don't know. Oops. Money comes flying right out. He'll break it. He'll break it in a second. Sounds like you've been to a few. But right. So you it's spread actually $20 for around the world. Well, back when I used to go. What is around the world? What is around the world? I only got uh, to the to the horn, like the Panama Canal, and then I had to turn back. So What's it only cost world? me 10 bucks. What is it? Um, uh, the, well, there are many, many uh, variations on this, but it's basically uh, has you made, to do you with... You made a study of this? It has to do with whipped cream, right? And uh, you basically put it on all the good parts, and then you sort of work your way around. The, the problem with the bachelor party is, is um, some other guy was uh, licking Nova Scotia about the same, you know, five minutes before you were. But that's why you keep your panties on. Oh, you do? Yes. As a guy? or Oh, you're saying you, yes. yes. Wait a minute, okay. I, ju I just saw Ann's head explode. Oh, yes. There's all kinds of stuff that goes on at these parties. It, it, it's really, you know what's really it's tantamount sad, to cheating. It but really is. I'll it never you, used to. My parties are, are fully choreographed. It's a choreographed show. It's very entertaining. You do the simulated lesbian act. Um, if if it's a girl that I'm really comfortable with, I don't do a simulated. Oh, you do a real lesbian act. Yeah. But now is that illegal? To sell it, yes, it is. Uh huh. But uh, you go you go the extra mile. 
Yeah, if it's yeah. A, if it's a girl. That so I how many uh, how many of them do you know well enough? I mean, uh, you the got a fifty fifty. Numbers are going down. Oh, I see. I work best by myself these days. I see. It's a little difficult to do the simulated lesbian act on yourself, but I. I guess it would be interesting watching or trying. So you go out, you do this, you spread the blanket out, you're good for an hour, right? The love rag. Hmm? The love rag. Oh, the love rag. Yeah, she that thing's got to really be well, uh, snapped way. over uh, the bouncer's knee before it fits back into the van. <laughs> so you, you roll around there for what, an hour? Two songs. Two songs? Two songs. The show is an hour. It's horrible. The show is an hour. They get about five songs of, I do two songs for The Bachelor where I trash The right. Bachelor. Then I do about, you know, four songs around the room. Motley Crue, Poison? I am really partial to Metallica. And oh, yeah. Marilyn well, it's got to be hard rock. Okay. <laughs> so you, you mince around naked for a little while. You get the guys uh, stirred up. Then uh, you get down there on the love rag. You do your thing. I get I do the dan the dollar dances. And then I do Around the World. I do the whipped cream. Uh-huh. And then by the time I'm done with that, my hour's almost up. So I offer them, um, I do a, a candle show, I do a fire show. Ooh. And that's my thing. And if now, they don't want it, then I leave. Can they, can they re-up? I mean, can they get you for another half hour? Um, a lot of times I'm booked and I have another show to go to. So oh. that's, you know, just the way it goes. It really hurts guys when they know they're going. It's like they start falling in love. Uh, I gotta, that's I gotta be in Van Nuys, another bachelor party. I'm gonna be at the gold, the gold far party in a few minutes. Or they don't have any money to, to tip, so there's no point to stay. All right, uh, what is the money. most you've made on one of these bachelor parties? What do you get just for doing it from the company? Nothing. They rob us. Nothing? They, no, they get paid $65 is what I get and out of a $270 pickup. for That's for a two-girl show. Right, okay, but you... Oh, that's for a two-girl show. Actually, I only get 45 because I got to pay my driver 20 of it. Right, okay, so you get like 50 bucks. And then, how much in tips normally? Um, About 300 Mm-hmm. But What's I, been the best night ever? Oh, I made like $2,200. Really? Time. Did you have to have oral sex with anyone? No. And let really? Me tell you, that is a that was a Fools. one that was a one time thing that I made that much money. Wow! And and this is all basically under the table, right? Yeah. Sure I do actually. Uh, I do. I do file taxes because you know. Right. Yeah, but they think you're crossing guard. But even fifty dollars an hour. <laughs> oh no, it's a very lucrative. Yeah, but Drew, you don't have your uh, legs akimbo for fifty bucks an hour. You're just standing oh, there uh, looking at some X-rays or something, please. All yeah. right, so uh, usually about three hundred bucks. That's a party. How, how many? And what do you get for a night of dancing normally at the club? Yeah, and I'm, I'm focusing uh, here, Sandy, I on uh, say, Annalisa because oh, I know these these days are behind you a little bit. I would say that you know. It's I mean, you're by surprise. request. Fourteen years was a long time. Oh, it, it's <laughs> extremely hard for me to say like what I average because that would depend on how many you know the weather. I mean, it's just like any business. I mean, how many apples do you sell a day? Yeah, but after you do something long enough, you it does sort of average out. Oh. No. How long have you been doing it? Two years. And you have no idea how much you make each um, week? I make about $1,000 a week. And, right. But I'm pretty apathetic. I don't work, like, every day. Like, I don't. I work, like, maybe four right. times All right. a So you make 1000 bucks a week. Uh, Lisa's going to come over here and hit you over the head with a chair because I think uh, Lisa makes uh, 3750 uh, for a long week of uh, screening calls on this uh, crappy show of ours. All right. So you make about 1000 Oh. You see why people get there's into this? There's girls that make a lot less, and there's girls that make a lot more. There are a lot of girls that are a lot older than me, that maybe are a little heavier than me, that make a lot more than I do. Heavier? You know, I mean... To pay by the pound? It's what do you like, mean, heavier? I, I, Larger I mean, chested? No. Um, do you have implants? I Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Is that a write-off? 
Um, I, I should get you know, into that. Yeah. Well, you're... She doesn't well, declare them uh, income in the first place. Oh, okay. <laughs> I <laughs> do right. declare income. All right. Uh, Sandy, 14 years. Since you're how old? 19. 19. And um, that many years in that business. Ever, any weird know. stories? Oh. Anybody ever charged a stage? No, any weirdos waiting for you in the parking the lot? Yeah. Been followed home a few times. Oh, really? Or tried to be. Any yeah. strange masturbatory stories? <laughs> not not uh, not including you. Not including yeah myself. No. Any that any I've guys seen? doing? Yeah, have you seen guys doing stuff out in the crowd? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Frequent uh, is it is it pr- pretty common? I actually common? worked in a place that allowed I that. Guess allowed that, but it oh, was, you worked in a peep show. Yes. One of those. Uh, it's like uh, that Madonna video. You got in exactly. the middle of the octagon there. Exactly. Where'd you work over Venus Affair? You got oh, it. Adam. <laughs> How would you know? I know that place. Yes, but... I mean, you want to write some sort of a... Please, read Dr- us about Drew, it. Drew, it's just a guess, for Christ's <laughs> sake. Please. You work in the field, and you know more about it. Oh, we talked before the show. Come on. You work in uh, Venus? Yes. Okay. That was a long time ago. Yeah, they took you know the, the names of the, the personnel, <clears> the mop <throat> man, They took the doors off the place, so I stopped going there. Yeah, they did. They used to have doors. They used to have, like, mop patrol. Do you recognize him? No, you don't recognize me. No, it was a me. long time ago. Well, he's been <laughs> making this study for many years. Please, I had friends that insisted on going there, Drew. Stop humiliating me. Now. Yeah, now you know. I know why your guys, your guy friends, have such trouble getting on with their life. Why? They're stuck. They're they're, they're compulsively. Uh, oh, they're done with that. We used to go to the uh, Venus Affair and then uh, the Star Garden down the street okay. there. Yeah, that was our that was our little round. No problem, Jeannie. <laughs> I mean Janine. Hi. Hey, you're 31. Yes, I am. Oh, it's getting hot in here now. I want to tell you that I've seen both you and Dr. Drew on a late night talk show. And Adam, I think that you are a very sexy, rugged man. Really? Yes. What what show? Um, I'm not really sure, um, but because I don't watch it out, I've just seen you guys are on there. And... Black guy hosting? Pardon me? Black guy hosting? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We do the black uh, late night circuit. Yeah, but I thought you were very handsome. You, you don't look nothing like what you describe yourself. Thank you. I'm very modest. <laughs> anyway, I was going to ask you, Adam, uh, if you were with your girlfriend and she was in the next room, would you masturbate with her there or would you include her? What's she doing in the next room? I don't know. Maybe sleeping? <laughs> um, did, did she want to be involved? I would hope so. Or is that why he's masturbating? Because he feels rejected, or uh... I mean, th- this is a hypothetical yeah. here, but it, it, need more detail. There's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of variables. What, what? Tell us exactly what's going on with you. Okay. Well, um, I had found my husband masturbating in the living room, and I was asleep and woke up and caught him, and I felt very upset because I wanted to be included. Mm. Yes. Poor and, naive Janine. Pardon me. Yeah, man yeah. needs. Uh, a man needs a little uh, little me time once in a while. So do women. Yeah. And women do too. But men, I'll give you a classic example. When a woman is upset, she wants her man to be there and, and hold her. And when a man is upset, what's he say? I just need a little time. I just, I got to think. I got to breathe. Right, I'm going for cave. a walk. I'm going for a drive. It's the same thing works almost uh, sexually. It's like guys need a little away time sometimes. Especially, you know, you've been married for a little while. You got a few kids. Things are a little hectic. The VCR's down in the living room, Janine? Uh, actually, it's in the bedroom. Oh, really? Yeah, but we do have HBO, so... Yeah. <laughs> I guess you can make that work in a pinch. Is it something that they normally have done together? Pardon me? Have you normally done that together? Masturbated together? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, no, we do everything together. Right, but you f you found him alone, and it was like he was cheating on you in a way. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt because I just it shocked me. And you were asleep. You were asleep. Uh huh. Well, you know, he woke up. He was dreaming about uh, someone other than you, and he got excited, and he headed down to uh, watch a little of the home box office. Oh boy, that didn't help. Oh well, no, he, he was dreaming. Probably dreaming. Probably dreaming that. about you, but didn't want to wake you up. Gina, there's nothing abnormal about this. Pardon me? There's nothing abnormal about it. It doesn't necessarily mean there's anything wrong in your relationship. There's anything wrong with him. And it's not like he kicked uh, you out so he could uh, have dibs on the VCR. He yeah, excused himself and to the living room. If you are picking up on some issue in your relationship, that is that is another issue. That's something different. And you need to talk about that with him. If there's some, some problem with your intimacy and this is sort of how it's being expressed, I mean, work on it. Yeah. But it's not a big deal. All right. Although, did you, did you get that sense of that, that, that uh, control? She was a little at? tightly yeah. wound, yeah. yeah. And, and let me tell you something. Whenever we hear women telling stories of a guy wanted to go away for a weekend with somebody and didn't want her to go or something, the women always sound uh, like they're talking with their jaw clenched yeah. together. And you mm -hmm. get the feeling that after six or eight years of living with that, yeah, the guy wants to retreat to the den to have sure. a, little, a little me time. Right. So uh, I get the feeling that Janine does a little suffocating. And when you put the uh, uh, the clamps on, guys just start squirming out of there. Yeah. But yet she was so turned on by you. I mean. Yeah. yeah so she, you know she has. She's really, yeah. No, no. She's you guys really find me attractive? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. No, actually. Yeah. Do we have to take that long attractive. beat yeah, all no, the oh, time? Oh, I think you're both very attractive. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I think you're hilarious. Okay, we go into the sense of humor thing immediately. <laughs> but that's, so no, that's I'm more serious. attractive it, it than is. looks. I know, I understand that, but it's like it's like someone said, like let's just say I was um, uh, my former life, I was a carpenter, and I said, uh, "You find me attractive," and you go, "Man, you can build a deck <laughs> like go. no other man can." <laughs> yeah, but it's not exactly what I'm talking about. You know, I expected you to look a lot older. Okay. Good. That's uh, that's fine. That, that's uh, getting warmer. Yeah. I already knew what you looked. Yeah. Like. How come people can't just lie? Well, we tried that with a guest, I think, a night or two ago, and I just couldn't get it out of them. I kept saying, "Are you attracted to me?" True. Over here's a real doctor. It's <sighs> pathetic. Amy. Yes. You're 16. Mm-hmm. What's going on? <clears throat> I had um, my parents passed away when I was like six. Together. Yeah, they were, um, yeah, a car accident. Oh, my God. And, I mean, it's always been something that was kind of sad for me. Oh, yeah. But lately, I mean, I, when I think about it, I just start crying, you who, know. Who raised you? Um, I've been kind of in and out of, like, um, foster homes. And oh, foster Amy. Homes. I mean, of course. I mean, look, you may not have, I mean, first of all, a six-year-old, to be able to make sense of that and mourn that properly is unrealistic. And then you were just m concerned with survival. I mean, you're going in and out of foster homes and trying to take care of yourself. It's natural enough that a lot of this material may have been left undealt with. So it just kind of pops up or... Yeah. I mean, it's got to be very painful material. And, uh, you know, you've made it this far. Everything okay in your life? I, I, yeah. I mean, school's okay. I, I mean, there might be some things happening, too, that sort of rekindle a lot of this. Are you, you guys, uh, you guys speak to your parents? Oh yeah. They know what's going on. Um, no. no. I think I you're, I think you're a dental hygienist. No, I'm, I do have other, you know, means of making money. So. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Sandy, I, you're, you're they folks know now. everything. Yeah. What do they think? Yeah. My dad is fine with it. Always has been. My mother was, always wanted me to get out of it, and is really happy that I'm a manager now. 
Right. But Move has understood, you know, took care of myself, grew up, and yeah. Did they learned sh- a lot about yeah. the world. Why'd you get into that? Did they screw with you? Yeah? Little something? No, no. Nah? Why, how touchy? did I get into the... Little the, abuse, Why perhaps? do you think I got into dancing? Yeah. I think it has something to do with the father figure. Uh-huh. Looking for a father Very figure. Very truthful. But also That's attention. True. Oh, sure. Looking for well, attention. Didn't get enough at home, and uh, now you get it. It worked. Yeah. Amy? Yes. Uh, so if you're really getting genuinely depressed, if your grades are dropping, if you're having trouble sleeping, that kind of thing... Get some help with this. I mean, these are very, really tough issues, and uh, to try to go it alone can be a little unrealistic sometimes. I just, um, I guess I just didn't understand why it would pop up now. Uh, there, I'm sure there are reasons, and it would take a while to figure out what they are, but it's not surprising. Well, and it's bound to at one point or, or another, and it's um, you don't necessarily need to attribute it to something. I mean, when something this traumatic happens, it's it going to be something that's going to be with you. It may just be time, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to rule your life. But, but you know, some of it is, you know, people have feelings oftentimes that they're capable of tolerating. In other words, she, they may have been so overwhelming when she was six, seven, eight years old that she just had to suppress them and get on with her life. Now she's more mature. She has more coping capacity, and it's starting to come up because she can tolerate. It doesn't threaten her so much, and it's a good thing. But she needs to take advantage of the opportunity and really get through this. All right. Uh, why don't you sell the next call, Drew? Oh, look at Drew panicking over there. Come on, do your job. Uh, found out fiancé is cheating. Found out boyfriend's brother is cheating on his fiancé. Nah. Nah. Effects of crack on a fetus? Mm. Isn't it obvious? Yeah. yeah. What about uh, in an interracial relationship? Right. He's no Mexican. She's right. black. Right. This is good. It sounds like some good racial comedy. We'll be back. Loveline's phone number is one eight hundred Love One Nine One. Doctor Drew. We'll be right back. Jenna Jameson, Starlet of the Year. And nothing makes me hotter than listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, it does. Phone number for Dr. Drew. <laughs> I don't know, I was just looking at you. Phone number for Love Line, 1 800 LVE 191. Fax number, screw that. Hey, we got Sandy and Annalisa here. They are both strippers. Actually, uh, Sandy, who has uh, been at it for some years, uh, 14 to be exact, is now only... Uh, when when they built the first strip club, Sandy was swinging a hammer. <laughs> now, uh, Sandy has been uh, put out to pasture. She's uh, behind the bar. She's in front of the bar. Not she's walking quite. around. She's checking IDs. She's uh, kicking tires and uh, taking names. And she's now moved into a managerial role over there at Bob's Classy Lady. But uh, if... Um, if you got enough, got enough money, you can get her back on stage. Not on stage. Oh, where do you where do you dance? The VIP room. Oh, they have one of those. Yeah, it's a beautiful room. Oh yeah. That's where we have all our private parties, all the bouncer parties. High rollers like going there. We're working on getting them in there. Yeah. We're what celebs you. have you seen, uh, Sandy, in your many many years of dancing? I'm sorry. What's what? Celebrities. Many. Celebrities. Oh, uh, everyone in a rock band, right? Um, saw everyone from Motley Crue a thousand a times. Quite a few. Yeah. Back in the days. Smash Mouth. 
Any uh, Sting has been coming into Bob's. Yeah, Sting. Sting. Really? But he's a family man. You know what? I did a lap dance for him, and it was really weird for me because he he had this like analytical look on his face, and he was, you know, studying you. And I and I said to him, I'm like, you know, you you look really analytical, and he's like, oh, not at all. I'm the least analytical. I'm like, come on, buddy. I mean, he. It was very. Weird. You know what? I there is just no uh, male equivalent to this, or female flip flop re- reverse the roles. You know what I mean? That I mean, women would would have a lap dance. Yeah, Candace Bergen is not uh, going into some guy, some place, and having some nineteen-year-old guy wave his uh, schlong around. Uh, listen, Adam, women and men are the same. They're just it's the culture that makes them different. I know. Women no. would do it if everybody allowed them to. Yes, there is a Chippendales. Chippendales Girls is stocked full of uh, fat secretaries from the valley. No, I, no. Okay, well, you may have been there once, but here's what I'm saying. They don't go there compulsively. They're from the valley. They don't, they don't study them the way, way Adam way. does. Yeah, no, they but, don't have lap dances. Sting, but. Listen, Cheryl Crow is not hanging out there with Bette Midler. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't have rich, affluent uh, women going in and hanging out uh, in at uh, Chippendales. I've danced for women. I've danced for c- celebrity women. Oh, you before. have? Mm-hmm. Oh, lesbian ones? I danced for Roseanne and Tom Arnold. Mm, okay. That sort of doesn't count because Tom told <laughs> Tom told us some of these stories. I wonder if she was the one that they had that huge fight over. You didn't go over there for a threesome, did you? No. No? No. Never had sex with either one of them? Oh, no. No. Any sex with uh, any celebrities? Um, no. No? Huh? Seriously? I sort of... Do you consider me a celebrity? <laughs> we haven't had sex, so that's... I'm just curious where I fall. I'd say you have celebrity sex. Oh, status. okay. All right, that's good. Place All right. Now, I gotta get... You know, uh, I'm such an idiot. I used to go to the strip clubs when I was uh, swinging a hammer and get uh, the, ki- the crap kicked out of me. And now that uh, I might uh, recognize someone over there, I never go. Got to prioritize. Maybe you your producer to take or you. They might recognize you. Well, either one. Now that your producer's going up farting on you, maybe I he'll take you. I feel kind of bad. Like letting you know, here I am in a management position. I don't know if I should like. We've had quite a few recently. We get a lot of quite a few celebs in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like who? Oh, you don't want to spill the beans? Because that's Drew Carey. Ah, uh, no, yeah. But I, mm-hmm. his best friend. And his manager comes in. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Guy. How do you know it's the his best friend and his manager? Because he told me. Oh, please. They tell me. No. I do no, that, no, too, certain, when I go to a club. Some ones you do know. Some of them, yeah. But imagine what their colossal uh, a-holes these guys are. Hey, baby, uh, you know uh, TV's uh, Drew Carey? Yeah, good friend of mine. And uh, Oh, and that's his manager over there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said you, <laughs> dance, for, you dance for yeah, women. Please. That's not not the same woman over and over. They, they don't come back. This is a, like... Um, and you mentioned it was with they a They come in there with their husbands. They yeah. do a little... They yeah. get they uh, kind of get kick-started, and then yeah. they go back and have yeah. some sex. Yeah. I actually um, was in Vegas recently, and I got a lap dance for the first time from a girl. And I thought... I could see. I was like, oh, this could get, like, addicting, you know? Because she was really sensual, and, you know... I mean, at first, I was like, oh, please, you know? Hey, women, even heterosexual women, and uh, uh, Annalisa is not totally heterosexual, but even heterosexual women enjoy that erotic experience, whereas a heterosexual guy, there's no way you let some guy right. like a thong back right. wave his ass around what in if front a, of you. What if a guy were doing that? I don't think it would be the same. No, not it the way that this girl was. Not into that. And, yeah. and no. I have women, uh, when I'm on stage, girls come up to me all the time telling me, oh, you know, I love watching you on dance on stage and, you know, like yeah, but the there's, actual there's a performance. different quality to that. You understand? Women it's, appreciate it's, they appreciate women, the yeah. body. It's different. And right. the outfits and the, just the performance factor, they, they really get into it. What do you do when you're on your period? I don't like twerking on my period. Nah, good thinking. Who needs that? What do you it's, think they normally do, though? 
would be the obvious. Uh, I would just call in sick. Thank you. Some do, some don't. You got to dance with a tampon? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> see, I want my money back. I see something's flapping around. That's definitely... I really do. That's a, a deal breaker. thing, though. But I mean, Adam you know. doesn't like to be reminded that the, the, the dancers are human beings. Oh, they no. They are that's human right. beings. Yeah, well, Drew, why don't you just go out there with some toilet paper hanging out your ass? <laughs> Please. No, you that's don't go into work on that day. That's fine. I, you make a thousand bucks a day, I, take a few days off a month. That's fine. And it's the I'll world's do. greatest excuse, by the way. You could call in any time and say, hey. Mm. Although, do you guys have it on some sort of chart somewhere? <laughs> you must figure it out. You <laughs> must know. That's why me but being a manager is together, a good thing. Does, everyone, does everyone's uh, period sync up? A lot of times that does I'm not happen. that social, so I know. Oh, my God. That does imagine? happen a lot. They have to close down. <laughs> How many girls work on uh, any given night? It depends on the night. Four or five? On the, on, depending on the night, Friday night, Saturday night, 30. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Bob's is a very big club. Spectacular. It's a, how long's your, uh, how long's the average shift there? Three hours? Four hours? Six to eight. Six to eight hours? Mm -hmm. You can't have 30 women dancing six to eight hours. Oh, yes, yeah. we do. I'm going to look into this, stages. Drew. I'm you sure you will. Five stages. Yeah. Six club. to eight hours. And lots of And when, they're, when you're not dancing, you're walking around cocktailing, or are you just no, in the back there? No, we don't push drinks at Bob's. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got a soda. We have waitresses. We, two drink minimum? Yes. Yeah, actually, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, that Mountain Dew, eight bucks. Oh, no. Christ. No, we got 40 liters for that. in the valley. We've Seriously, how much, how much is a, a Pepsi? What's the two drink minimum? So it's eight dollars. All right, but it's four bucks for eight ounces worth of Pepsi. Now, sure, if you go to the liquor store, the guy don't drop his pants and start you dancing what, around, exactly. and I guess that's what, that's what it what is. You're doing. All right, we're very charitable at Bob's though because they give away so much for free. Oh yeah, we do. You know, the ladies' choice dances where the guy gets like a free sample of a lap dance, and honestly, that doesn't sit well with my ego at all. I am not the discount dollar stripper. <laughs> but uh, you you only get that detail once in a while, right? You don't uh, have to do it once all the time. an hour. Oh, once, once an every hour. twenty minutes. Check and this I do place it. Out. I do it. You know. Hey, if like if I go in there, though, you treat me treat I me right, take right? Good care of you. All right. Some guys don't know what a lap dance is, and this is the way to show them what it is, and uh, hopefully entice them into staying. Uh, the rough part uh, about the lap dance is, um, it's first off, it's hard to say no because it feels kind of weird. Like if you're sitting in there and you don't want a lap dance, well, and I they think come you around, should tell more guys that it's hard to say no because you yeah. want them to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, you know the weak um, ones are right. John? Yeah? You're 16. Uh-huh. What's going on there? Well, um, <clears throat> I'm in an interracial um, relationship right now with my girlfriend, and she's black, and I'm Mexican. Well, I'm half Mexican. And I have my, my parents, they are, they're not agreeing with my relationship. What do they say? Well, wait a minute. You're half Mexican. Yeah. So um, what are mom, they? My mom's white. Well, there's something. There's an interracial marriage right there. Yeah, I know, but they don't prove, they don't, well... Do you ask them about how they feel about the fact that they've modeled this for you, that they, too, have an interracial marriage? Yeah, but... They, what do they say? They, they don't understand about um, me and her. Hang Their on. John, like stay with me, answer this question. Yeah. Have you brought up with them the fact mm -hmm. that they have given you the a model of this by being interracial themselves? Well... Or do you even think about that? No, I don't... Okay, well, that makes wait a minute. Do you know what Drew's asking? Mm -hmm, yeah. What's he saying? I'm just nervous, right? <laughs> What's Drew saying? Can you repeat the question? All right. See, Drew, I knew he didn't you know what the F then you're you, saying. Then you say it. Modeled. You know, he's he's picturing like an F-18 or something in, a, in some crazy glue. 
Listen, John, here's what uh, my uh, lame partner is saying. Your mom's white, your dad's Mexican. That's mixed. That oh. is the message they sent you. That that's good. White mama and Mexican papa. That that a mixed marriage, a mixed relationship is. It so works. how can it's they good. tell you you can't do that? That's what they've been doing all this time. Yeah, but they're telling me that I can get like a white person, but I don't want one. I just so they 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 only approve of certain kinds of interracial yeah. marriages. Yeah. Uh huh. That's pretty interesting. And are they still living together? Mm, yeah. And they're doing okay. Yeah. Well, you'll probably do that much better because you even got more. Um, pigment in your relationship <laughs> um and this another thing oh. oh it makes me sick when people do this listen i can understand not wanting your kids to do this or not wanting your kids to do that but for christ's sake you can't give them 16 years of it and then ask them not to do it these are like the yeah. same parents that uh, chain smoke and then they get pissed off i uh, put that cigarette away tammy <laughs> you mom and dad have been smoking the whole time yep please john what else um she's two months pregnant and I'm oh boy stay. you don't what I don't know how to tell them. How to tell your parents? Yeah. Is she going to have the baby? Yeah. Oh, man. She is. Mm. Yeah. Why is she going to have the baby? Uh, we agreed to have it. So. How old is she? She's 17. You're going to raise this child? Yeah. How are you going to mm. support it? I'm going to try to get a job and go to school. Oh, I'm going to try to get a job. Well, that should do. Hey, can oh, you dance? <laughs> Please. That's what he needs to do. John, you hey, got to give the kid up for adoption. Nah, no. No? No. Who's going to take care of this kid? Well, my mom, she lives with me, so she can... You're going to have your mom do it? No. It's not your mom's kid. Huh? It's not your mom's child. I'm the only child. But this isn't your mom's child <laughs> you're about to have. But he's the only child. How can you have your mom raise your child? Hey, John. John. You, you, she's got to get an abortion. No, or, or, or at least adoption. Adoption is yeah, great. I what see, kind of life do you She think has you the kid, give gives child. it to adoption, then gets the abortion. You're really? <laughs> it's hard enough to make it on your own today. If you're really concerned about the well-being of the child, there are lots of people out there lining up quality parents to raise a child. John, don't, don't take this uh, the wrong way, because you're 16, and Lord knows when I was 16, I didn't know wh which way was up either. But uh, I wouldn't trust you to look after my dog for the afternoon. Yeah. I really would. Which is normal for a 16 year old. Hell, yes, yeah. of course not. Because, uh, he'd leave the burner on on the stove while he was, uh, watching porn up in the bedroom. Think about what happens. Oh, please. Raising that. John, you can't raise, uh, you couldn't raise Kane. <laughs> I know what the hell that means. John, you can give the kid up for adoption, please. But you're going to have to tell your parents what's going on and, uh, yeah. Believe me, when I'm in charge, ladies, there's going to be a uh, Bob's franchise on uh, every corner, and uh, guys like John will not have the option. So you can't, you can't do that. You can't have that option. You'll cure all Bob's. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. there's. Hey, Drew made it funny. Everybody hey, made a little Taco Bell <laughs> franchise joke there, y'all. Everyone, just take a moment and drink that in because it ain't going to happen for a while. <laughs> now, here's the deal. I'm putting that bo right in, Warren. I would not uh, trust John to raise a kid any more right. than I'd uh, put him in the think army and many, give him a tank his first day. Think how many Johns are raising kids? Well, out there. the fact that he already implied that like his mother would, you know, is that shocking? Is, is the indication right there that you know you, you, this person is not ready to be raising a child? Because if you're going to have the baby, or you know, whether you know. However, the, the the girlfriend is about it. You know, if you've got to be prepared to do it, buddy. Well, and if if you ever heard a more confused guy in the, on the planet than John, yeah, John. I mean, he's sixteen years old. I mean, what the hell does he know? Please, I, mean, I don't think that it has to be a tragic situation. I I myself 
you know, I, I got pregnant when I was 17. I had my first child when I was 18. And How many children do you have? I have two kids, and I let the record be set right now. I have never been on welfare a day in my life, and I was not dancing back then. I've only been dancing for two and a half years. But I will tell you that it was hard, and, you know... Now, these these, these kids were with your husband? Yes. Both? No. My husband, one was with Charlie Sheen. No. One, my husband um, adopted my son when he was five months old, so... And that was the one that was near 17, 18. Mm-hmm. 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 So my he my he's the only father that my son knows. I All right, now, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm jumping in, but we're uh, way late for break right. here. John, uh, adoption it's uh, it's the most selfish thing you can do, and believe me, most selfless. selfless. <laughs> no, it's uh, what I no, I should have put a, a the baby. no. Here's what I'm <laughs> saying is you raising this kid. Uh, I mean, uh, get the kid adopted. Uh, raising it is the most selfish thing yes. you can do. Yeah. And um, listen. Uh, these people, it's like they're too dumb to raise the kid, but they're not. Uh, but uh, they're not smart enough to give it up for adoption. Mm. It's uh, it's pathetic. Mm. All right, we'll be back. You have five seconds. Love line with Adam Carroll and Doctor Drew. Two. Back in a minute. One. Hey, I'm Vince Neal. Nikki Six, Tommy Lee, Motley Crue. You are curing yourself. And you're listening to Love Live. Yeah. They get the uh, hair band discount. Poison, Motley Crue, Twist, Twisted Sister, Winger, Cinderella. They all get the uh, four or five man uh, hair band discount when they go to those clubs. Hey, uh, what's the cover over at uh, Bob's? Is there any? Yes. What's it cost it to get in the door there? It's, it changes. On the weekends when we have a feature show, mm-hmm. which is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, and this weekend, oh, Annalisa yeah. is Annalisa. But uh, is, isn't that uh, Friday and Saturday, Annalisa? Yeah. Thursday, yeah. Friday, Thursday, Friday yeah, and Saturday. You'll want to see that, guys. Just uh, take my word for it. after 6 o'clock. 15 after Three. 6. Mm-hmm. What's it before 6? It is... 10. 10? No. What's it on a weekday? Five. Oh, five. And it's 10 at night on the on the weekdays, on the regular. Mm, yeah, Star Tuesday Garden was like three bucks. Yeah, but that's because... No, it wasn't totally nude. Totally nude. And totally. And that nice pool table. Tuesday there. is the great day at Bob's. We have a one-price value day. Oh, really? Yeah, Tuesday? You pay $20 to come in in the afternoon. You get all of your drinks for free. And all of your dances only cost $10, which it, normally they're 20 and up. And... Uh, what, uh, what the hell was I going to ask? You've been there for 14 years now. Not at Bob's, but I've oh, been you've in You've been business. around. Yes. Um, uh, have you had, is there any women who have danced and then gone on to uh, other things? Uh, Such as? Oh, we may know them from somewhere. Maybe they uh, got into the music industry. Maybe they got into acting, movies, something uh, something of that oh, nature. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I treated a physician who was a dancer. He became a heroin addict as a doctor, but... But uh, she was a dancer before medical school. Really? Yeah. Pretty good looking? Mm-hmm. Did you ever uh, feel her up no, when she was sedated? No, Adam, Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I know stockbrokers that were ask. dancers. Oh, yeah. I really? Mean, I, there's a lot of girls putting themselves through school. I had an old uh, girlfriend who used to dance, and I think she danced at uh, Bob's uh, Classy Lay, the one out the in... Yeah, uh, I think it was a bikini one, oh, or I don't know what the hell it was in uh, Chatsworth. Uh-huh. Name, uh, stage name, Catlin. 
the English uh, accent. A bell. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, not a real tight knit community. <laughs> well, she's in her fifties now, so <laughs> she probably was. Uh, they, she wore a uh, burlap thong back. It was uh, was some time ago. Danita, uh huh, you're seventeen. Yeah, I have a question. Sure. My sister's only fourteen, and she's um, had her period for about two years now, and she only gets it like once or twice a year. And me and my mom were wondering if she could get pregnant, even if she doesn't menstruate every month, if she became sexually active. Yes, for sure. Uh, the, she would not be as likely as if she were ovulating, or rather, menstruating. How could she get pregnant if she's not menstruating? First of all, you don't know huh? when she's going to ovulate. Why? Why are the mother and the sister? Concerned? It's a strange conversation. Hypothetical. Oh. <laughs> we're a very close-knit family, and we talk about lots of things like this. So we were just wondering. And because she's kind of advanced with boys, so we mm. kind of mm. well, you need to stop that. Yeah, deal, <laughs> deal with that. Don't worry, don't worry about can she is it a is a hypothetical possibility? It is, I assure you. Okay, Fourteen. Um, Let me tell you, if I have a uh, daughter uh, every day after her thirteenth birthday until she graduates college, I'm get her to pee on one of those little sticks <laughs> and see if she's pregnant. I'm going to um, I'm going to assign a. Um, a guard. Uh, you know the guy from uh, Price Waterhouse who uh, walks the uh, Oscar envelopes out on stage? Yeah. Well, get that guy. I'm sure he's not busy the rest of the year, and I'm going <laughs> to give him to watch uh, my daughter's vagina. But, uh, Danita, uh, understand that it's normal for women to take a few years to establish normal cycling. And yeah, some and of the time, which, and she may have some anovulatory cycling when she doesn't ovulate, and she may ovulate spontaneously at a time when nobody knows it's about to happen. So just, it's just impossible to tell when she's apt to be. You guys want to play... Uh, Stump Drew with your crotch trivia, because uh, yeah, I've said many a time trivia. that I would match Drew up against any woman mm -hmm. when it comes to knowledge of the vaginal region. Mm -hmm. And now we have two women who are um, intimately familiar with their own uh, equipment because, uh, you know, they have to keep it in good running order for their business. Heck yeah. Yeah. Would you, uh, now you've been to the gynecologist, uh, many times. Regularly. Drew has never been to the gynecologist, uh, that I'm aware of. Uh, would you, go ahead, try to stump him. Is there, uh, anything, uh, that you've come up against? Uh, well, Sandy's had to manage a whole, whole league, a whole squadron. <laughs> yeah. So Sandy. And they've come to me with many problems. Oh, and this is, uh, that is the bread and the butter. That, that region. You know what I mean? I mean, there cannot be problems down there when you're working at all nude place. Because let me tell you how these nude places work. It's not like they turn the lights off and the girl sprints by uh, the stage once. I mean, she's doing stuff. I mean, you could really, hey, if I had a, if I, uh, like, taught at a college and I was teaching a, a gynecological class, I would bring them through. Sit them down, uh, give them a soda, and, uh, you know, give them, give them a firsthand uh, look at what really goes on with these things. Yeah. Seeing to, it to, in its natural habitat, you know and, what I'm saying? And I hate to burst your bubble, Adam, but much of the feminine, the female genitalia is not visible on the outside. Mm, I think that's where you're wrong, Drew. <laughs> you may be wrong for the first time. Sandy? Uh, Annalise, you want to try to uh, stump my doctor friend? He's not a gynecologist. You know, He's uh, just a doctor. I, I don't think I really can. He like, probably knows know. pretty much what I do. do you, probably you, a little more. You want to you know you ask him about a part? Do you think there's you know, a component that you may know of that he doesn't? What, what's the weird the, thing? The, weir the funny thing to me when I first started dancing, um, you know, girls don't like changing locker rooms the way guys do like in high school and stuff. So I wasn't, I hadn't seen like a bunch of girls naked before. And what I couldn't believe was just like 
how different everybody looks down there. Yeah. Incredibly different. I was like, thank, sure. you, thank you, Mom and Dad, for Jeanette. I, I mean... Oh, you got a good I, one. I Well, like, so, like some... I, I had no idea, like, I mean, like, that it could be, like... Spit it out. Just, like, <laughs> extra exploding. tissue. Extra tissue. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, it, it, there, it, it's, uh, it's a rich pageantry down there. Well, it's it, just it, like men. Everybody's different. Yeah, but men, it's like, that eh, one's a little wider and that one's a little longer. Women, it's a totally different, uh, organism going on down there. I mean, it, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like there's, they're all flowers, but you got your petunias and your roses and yeah. your daffodils. You know what I'm saying there, Drew? Yes. And I always and wonder. Lucky. When I, when your I tulips, uh, producer Ann threw in, by the way. When I go to the gynecologist, I always wonder, do they think something weird? Like, like girls no. shave as opposed no. to girls no. that don't shave. They go like no. an innie or an Audi or no. something. Well, believe me, they know they know what you do though. Oh my OBGYN, I talked to them. They about see that. you groomed down there like a uh, marine right out of boot camp. They know what's going on. I yeah, want that kind of probably think women, it's the porn most, industry. Most is what normal they think. women don't. Yeah. No, but they hey, shave right around the bikini. In the area, old, but that's about it. You know, in the old days, you couldn't tell. I mean, uh, there was just that uh, big patch. You didn't know what was going on down there. But now, uh, they groom it in such a way that uh, everyone everyone becomes an expert. Right, Drew? Yeah. Thanks. All right. What the hell are you talking about? You know what I'm saying. I'm saying you take a look at some of these, uh, you know, uh, erotic publications, Penthouse or something like that from the uh, early or mid-70s. You can't tell what's going on down there. Just uh, looks like uh, you got in a helicopter and you're looking down at some uh, swampland or something. You don't know what's happening down there. But now you can tell the differences between women. Yeah. See what I'm saying, Drew? Uh, brilliant, Adam. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so you want to try Stump Drew? No, they, they're it's kind. Of, it's pretty hot. There isn't... Don't have any parts. His intelligence. You've been so to the gynecologist many. You go. You've been. Uh, you've been now hundreds of times. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, there's I little mean, things that he may have told you. They do to every woman and pretty. I Never mean, found anything. Is there a piece of equipment you want to try to stump through with? No, he probably knows. About I can't believe you're that. taking this lying down. I'm serious. Who me? No, the 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 ladies. I mean, it's not as fascinating to them I, as it is to you. It's very I, matter of fact. I go there, like you know, do my checkups. And yeah. that's it. The gynecologist isn't real exciting. Is it a guy or a girl? I go to a guy. I don't like. I go when, to a girl. Oh really? I, I tried the girl thing and it just didn't work for me at all. Hmm. Do they have any midget gynecologists? You know what? Somewhere. I, I, the guy that, that I'm that I go to now, I've been going to him for the last two years. I, I finally found one that I'm like really comfortable with because it's so weird how like you know even though like being you know a dancer like you think like oh like I'm just probably like comfortable You're used naked. To it. No, it's so it's just like you know you tense up and your stomach gets all tight and they're like telling you to relax <laughs> You're and you're holding your breath. And, oh, that's the worst part about yeah. being a woman. I would uh, the fact that we die uh, seven eight years earlier. Uh, still worth it, not to go to the guy now. You wait till you hit sixty. All right. Uh oh, they're going in the rear end, and they're going in the small opening. Many times. Oh boy. All right, we're going to break. We'll be back. Be right back in a minute. be love line we're at the top of the hour so we have to take our traditional 10 second break but we'll be coming right back at you in just a scant tag me <laughs> this is love line on radio station who is who is who is this, 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 this. KMKF Manhattan Topeka Junction City 1015 K-Rock be on this stick for me hold on Drew Mike's hot 
Sandy and Annalise are both here. Both, um, well, Sa I'll just call Sandy a stripper because, uh, she did it for, um, more, uh, more years than, uh, well, we need to know. Actually about, uh, 14. And, uh, now she's sort of moved behind the scenes, but she'll still do a dance for you if the money's right and, uh, the time is right and the lighting's good. Also, uh, Annalisa. Well, I know they got a light, you know, it the, still looks they don't have a lot of fluorescent. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And what, it is well, what, natural. It is. Yes. What really cup size are you? D. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Ooh. It's nice. Mm. Yeah, as a, you know, that's why I got all D's in high school. It was an homage to the, <laughs> to the cup size, I realized. The uh, A would have been a slap in the face. <laughs> Annalisa, uh, is still uh, knee deep in the stripping business and you can find her and, uh, Sandy over at Bob's Classy Lady, which is, uh, in Van Nuys. Just, uh, follow the scent of the barbecue. Oh. That Dr. Hoggly Wogglies. Uh, March 13th and, uh, 14th is when, uh, Annalisa will be showcasing. Yeah, I'm going to give the address. Go ahead. 14626 Raymer Street. Yeah, people right know. Right past Fedco, actually. People should know, uh, where, uh, where that place is. Oh, by yeah. Now. It's been around for a little while. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191 and, uh, Lauren. Uh, hello? You're 18. Yeah. What's going on there? Um, I just wanted to tell you that I'm a woman and I love going to strip clubs. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't our point. Our point was that they wouldn't go there to see men do the same thing. Well, you wouldn't let some guy do a lap dance for you or you wouldn't pay that much for it. You wouldn't do it every night. You're not going there for lap dances. You're going there because of the stage shows, huh? More for the atmosphere. But do you <sighs> like the entertainment factor? Yeah, but yeah. Do so you go with you. your boyfriend or with... Um, you don't need to go with your boyfriend. No, I mean, I've gone with him a few times. But you're proving our point, that women interact very differently with this material. I've gone to lap dance twice. And how was it? Uh, I mean, it wasn't like it turned me on. It was just a lot of fun. Well, why, uh, you go there alone? No, I go there with friends. Uh-huh. The guys hit on you? You mean guys in the bar? No, um, the guys in um, the Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> I thought you knew the ones I went with. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I thought I was under the assumption that you went with ladies. I didn't know you went with guys. I, no, I usually go with my guy friends. Oh, I see. <laughs> All right. So they keep the guys away. No. Like, they stare at me because strippers tend to really like to pay a lot of attention to me. Right. Are you really hot? I don't know. <laughs> All right. We like to kind pay attention to the you wanna, commotion. Do you want to get into the, like that. You want to get into the business yourself? I've thought about it. Yeah. Hey, Why? when's the amateur night at Bob's? Wednesday night. And you know what? Right. We want some real amateurs because all these girls are on the like, contest circuit and they're not amateurs. Oh, really? Oh, uh, it's, you know. What do you win? Every. How much has is a, it? At Bob's, I think it's 400. 400 for first. But some places it's 600 and every, there's, you know, there's a bunch of clubs in Southern California and every club has an amateur night. Right. Know, one night a week. So there's a whole circuit of girls that that's all they do are contests and there's a lot mm. of money involved. They're second and third. Yeah. That ruins it a little for it, me. It would be really fun. I like the real amateurs. It would be really fun. It ruins the sport when the pros get in there. It does. It really hurts the sport. Now and then you see a few come up there, but yeah. Right. Usually it's thorough. Why do you want to start dancing? Um, it just, I, you know, a lot of people say that uh, that it's degrading to women to be a stripper. It can be. It's just when I watch them do it, I'm like, you know, they're having, they're in control and they're having a lot of fun. In control. Here we go again with the well, control. It, it is, but let me tell you something. I started dancing when I was 22 and I definitely don't think that it was something that I would have been able to handle at 18. And I'm not saying that as, oh, I'm not, I'm not saying it as, as some like bitter aging stripper that's like feeling threatened by like younger girls. I'm saying it because... It, you know, you're you're dealing with like 
men that are a lot older than you a lot of times that in there there is this power struggle control factor. The guys approach you do porn movies? Yeah, and They do? Oh yeah. All the time? I mean, how often can they ask you? I mean, they ask you once, you say no, and they kind of leave you alone. I, I've seen that happen. A guy just come in and put down like five fifties for a girl. And then Send them my way, honey. <laughs> but a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the people we've spoken to, they end up doing this, end up wanting control over men and are seeking some sort of control over them as men as an object, but end up hating men. Yep. For how they end up actually relating to them in that position. Uh, yeah, a lot. I, uh, there are a lot of days where I would do anything to buy back some like little naivety. Well, listen, it's 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 uh, it's not hard to figure out. It's why uh, a lot of these uh, like sheriffs are racist and stuff. They go put them in a prison. They have to go uh, uh, beat on uh, black guys all day long with a billy club, and then they send them out into uh, society. You know, I mean, when all you see is a certain segment of society behaving like if the only time you ever saw a black guy was in prison, you'd hate black people. Right. And, yeah, but, but and, most men, and black people would hate white people but, but, if they only saw them in a prison setting. When you basically only see guys who are drunk and th rolling up uh, dollars and trying to aim for your crotch, after a number of years of that, you see, you don't, uh, you frown on them a little much bit. Every guy, some, they're not, there's certainly varying degrees of disgustingness that men behave in that, in that environment. They all behave with a similar, they interact with you in a similar manner. Well, no one throws dollars on our stages where we work. They, oh, they don't? They're, they're, they're pretty polite. But you can't thing. take it from their hand. They no, have to set it down. That, that's solicitation. Interesting, and isn't it? And you mm. can't ask them to tip you either because that's also against the law. Yeah, but you got some uh, DJ going, come on, lady, come on, boys, give it up, show that you know it. I mean, that's solicitation. Yeah. Uh, what's, do you have a DJ? Oh, we've we got the best. Oh, okay. it's a big pain in the ass, oh, those no, guys. We please. Have, please, no, those guys. We have the best we DJs have anywhere. They're the they best. They're but the every best. time you say best, I think worse because no. it's like saying, this guy is the best used car Randy, salesman you've Randy ever. Randy at Bob's oh, Classy Lady Randy. is the best, the best DJ. Everybody wants him. All right, let me and do my, my let me do my uh, impersonation of uh, Randy. All right, gents, Anna Lisa coming to the stage. Give it up for she's going to be a little dancing. We're going to put a little poison on right now. Come on, Jen, show her that you can. Now, yes, now, believe me. If you if you came come in. All right, I'm going to come in um, there. Customers actually request this particular. I mean, they yeah, love they him. love him. I swear to God, there is. Uh, nudie bar DJ school that these guys no, all graduate this guy from. Is he does a professional DJ. Too. Right now he's in uh, Hawaii doing that, a Believe me, that makes it worse. Event. Engineer Mike used to do weddings too. <laughs> he's doing Please. a sprint convention right now in Hawaii. All right, so I do their bachelor party and he does the wedding. <laughs> so they're, <clears throat> but there's no guy who speaks in his natural voice at a natural pace and is actually clever. They usually get fired. They get a little fired up. Yeah, yeah. of course they do. Yeah. They don't, they, they don't go in. Like, yeah, there's no guy goes go and sit there and go, okay, the next girl on stage. Like, is. I couldn't, I couldn't right. do it if I was doing it like I'm doing it now. Well, actually, no way. That's pretty, actually, you've got a good DJ voice. I mean, yeah, my voice is okay, but I, I talk so slowly. I mean, it's I, not going to work. When I when someone's introducing me, I want them to make me sound as good as possible. So yeah, what you did earlier would have worked. Right. Right. They're all the same guy. I swear, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to hear that Lauren, guy doing the though, same thing. You know what? I want to say something about this girl. You know, she says she wants to dance because she said she was whatever, thinking about it. Thinking about it. I. You know what I tell these girls <clears throat> when I get girls that come in and want a job now. When they find out they're 18 years old, I ask them exactly what she said. Why do you want to dance? And they say, Oh well. Need the money. I, yeah, I say, well, you know what? That's fine, but you know what? Get a plan first. Go to school. Do it while you're in school because what happens is get you get stuck. And it's you get used to the money and then you're like, whoa, 
You get Wait, to look at them naked. You're, huh? you're also really. Do you get to see them naked before they uh, dance. I have them audition. No, I just uh-huh. tell them if I think they look good oh. enough. Yeah. From what I can see, I have them audition. Carrie. Hello. You're 22. Yes. What's going on? Um, I have a question, and I hope maybe Dr. Drew can answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is: is about two years ago. Um, I noticed that I was having um, discharge from my nipples. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the doctor, she said that it could be related to several different things. Mm-hmm. When I first found out, I was really freaked out thinking, oh, my God, I'm lactating. But she said that it could be related to... It could be related, to, me- it could be related to pot. It could be related to medication. It could be related to thyroid disease. Could be related to pituitary disease, lots of things. Can be related to ex- just the stimulation of the breast. Okay. Well, this was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Did she do? Did she do a lot of blood testing on you? She didn't do any. Okay, you need some blood work. You really do. Is it both breasts or just one? Both. Yeah, you need. Is that good? <laughs> Better to be one. No, mm-hmm. but you look. You need. You need a prolactin level, a thyroid function. Are you on any medication? Um. Not anything consistently. What are you supposed to be taking? Well, <laughs> it's gone from several different things. I had um, a ton of different um, UTI. With your antibiotics. But I was on it like they had me taking it um, just when I would get the infection. Okay. Any other medication besides antibiotics? Uh-uh. So just antibiotics? Most of the time, yeah. Let me be clear about this. The antibiotics. All right, hold on, screwball. Are you taking anything other than the antibiotics no, at no, any no. time? No. Okay, okay. then just All state right. that, please. All right. All right. Stop making right, Drew so get... uh, chase his own effing tail around the studio, for Christ's sake. Oh, I hate people. I love strippers, though. <laughs> and we love you, too. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'll get over there and do a little de- uh, guest DJ. <laughs> Come on, guys. Show me your cab. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm playing your song. All right. Send Elise up there. Show you cab. Oh, guys, I swear I'm going to go in there with some, uh, like, uh, the, you know the uh, the uh, earphones the guys wear on the uh, air, air, aircraft carriers? Like, like your mom uh, wears with brush yeah. their teeth? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is that what you're about? Yeah, like the guys on the guys who uh, bring the DC tens uh, yeah. back to the gate. Right. I'm going to go in there with one of those. Well, you've got them right things. at your mom's house. So. All right, true. Stop making fun of my mom, please. That would be a real treat for us, though. You know, we stimulate all the time, so to have you come in and like oh, what? Yeah, I you know um, I I got a friend from out of town. I've not gone to one of these places in a long time. I got to get out there. I absolutely do. And you know what? I'll make a night of it. I'm going to hit uh, Dr. Hoggly Woggly's, uh, <laughs> load up on some brisket, and then it's uh, right over to Bob's Classy Lady. Now, normally, and I don't take this the wrong way, and uh, Annalisa, you're certainly not an example of this, but the quality of the woman goes down a little bit in the totally nude places sometimes. Oh, yes, you know what I'm talking about. The the women that can get away with it for the most part, they just do the topless stuff, and then sometimes it filters down to the totally nude stuff. Now, uh, Annalisa, this, is, uh, this ain't you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, somehow you got through the sieve. God bless you. But uh, our, uh, but our you know what I'm talking are, about. Are beautiful. They are. Okay. She's, she's one of the most beautiful. Oh, are. certainly. But but uh, they're all on a par. Yeah. They're close to it. Yes. All right, it's close enough. 
It's just hung up. Love oh, memory. okay. Hey, well, what happened? They hung up there, Drew? Up. Hey, Drew, come on. What's going on? Stacy. Hi. You're 18. Yeah, what's going on? Um, basically, I kind of saw my boyfriend's brother and his fiance, or not his fiance, at some club when we were down in Spring Break in Florida. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were just kissing and groping or whatever, and... Like, I didn't really say anything to him at the time. I don't even think he even saw me, but now I just don't know if I should say anything to does, my boyfriend. Does, oh, your boyfriend doesn't know about it? No. Mm-hmm. It's your b- boyfriend's brother? And he has a fiancé, but he wasn't with his fiancé. Stay right. out, out of it. No, <laughs> oh, boy. Stay out of it. Hey, well, what kind of a uh, meathead is this guy? You know, I mean, if you're going to cheat, you don't go to a club and start uh, climbing on somebody. But I say ask yourself this. Uh-huh. Do you really want to get involved? No, not at all. Okay, there you go. But I I just feel so guilty when I don't say anything, especially when I see, like, we went out to lunch just the other day, all four of us, with his fiance, and, like, just her complete, like, innocence to it all. How old is he? He's 25. How old is she? 24. And they're uh, getting ready to get married, huh? Yeah. Like, when is it? Like, in July. Was he, uh, were, were, was he out of state with you, or where do you live uh, well, in Florida, or? My boyfriend's family has a beach house mm-hmm. in Panama City. Uh-huh. So that's we all went down. Together. Oh, that pit! Remember that place? They dragged Drew and I kicking and screaming out there wow. for uh, the MTV Spring Break uh, last last year. It was right. painful. Where was that hotel we stayed at? There's a Marriott or something. Yeah, the the hotel was fine. It's yeah. just uh, uh, there's a Waffle Hut every uh, ten feet. And then the and the uh, it, venues are all like down a little isthmus, you know, three hundred miles away. Remember the people, that? the thing that people don't realize about Florida, I never realized it. I was just thought it was some sort of you know tourist uh, vacation town. It's uh, it's white trash. I mean, it's Hicksville. <laughs> Please, it's oh, the sound. Just to, let me tell you, it's fascinating little subculture, though. Yeah. I know, but it, let me let me. If you not so sub. If you took, <laughs> you know, you take the beach away from Florida, and uh, basically you got nothing but uh, guys, Lying uh, bugs, and humidity. Yeah, and playing the cider jug and uh, <laughs> making stills and eating waffles. My goodness, I, I was uh, sorely disappointed. Stacy. Yeah. Um. So, uh, are we on in Florida, Drew? Yeah. Okay. That's a beautiful town. I'm not in Florida, though. Yeah, that's a beautiful state, Florida. Okay. Um, uh, so we saw you saw him cheating. Actually, sure? Gainesville was was beautiful. Oh yeah, we were in Gainesville. Yeah, that that's was beautiful. Right. All right, I was cranky. Uh, did you? Uh, he didn't spot you. No, he, mm. I think he, they were just both really drunk and they were yeah. just going at it. Yeah. One more reason to stay Pan- out of Panama it. Panama City's on the Panhandle him. there by Georgia and all that stuff. So. Yeah. It's actually, I don't think it's even on the pan. It's uh, on the uh, one of the uh, like burner knobs or something. I think it's not actually even on that part. What do you think I should say to him? No, uh, don't say anything. You're asking for trouble. But you, you, you really are. So you don't think you'd feel guilty? Yeah, I nope. would feel guilty, but I, I wouldn't. You know, I'd still stifle myself. Are you sure it's not that you feel frightened and angry that somebody might do that to you? Oh, I, I haven't even thought about that. But okay. What does that have to do with their situation? Like, well, you would want somebody to tell you. It sounds like definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because but that's your... the way that she's like so like clueless to all of it. Yeah. Is he and... an a hole? Otherwise, I don't like him. He's a cheater. You know he's you know. a cheater. So. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. probably t- I me personally I would tell the guy I know Gosh. what you did. Mm, then then he has <laughs> you. Uh, then you can go. He has a uh, contract put out on you. And she'll just go find another cheater. If she and you she know what? It's, it's just going to blow up in your face if you say anything. Yeah. So just. And listen, I, you know what? I hate to be so cruel, but people 
know what they're getting into or they seek it out on some level or they deserve it on some level. Uh, I mean, you really, someone who's gotten to the point in a relationship where they've gotten engaged and they're, they're getting married in just a few short months, but they know what they're getting into, whether they know it on a conscious level or not, they chose the person. And, you know, when I hear all these sob stories of, um, either male or female, but I married this guy and uh, three months in the relationship, he's cheating on me. Then he starts getting verbally abusive. Then he starts drinking. Then he steals my money. It's like, I feel sorry for what's happening to you, but believe me, you found this guy and you decided to marry him. And you have to take some. And by the way, if we got rid of him uh, tomorrow, you'd go find the same guy within three weeks. So, uh, all right. Becky. Hi. You're 20. What's going on? Okay. Um, I met this guy, like, last July, and, um, I knew when I met him, he was, like, in the pot, and then, uh, in March, uh, I got pregnant, and a couple of weeks later, I found out that he had been doing crack, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know, um, the effects on the crack on my baby. It makes him stronger, doesn't it, For him using crack. Yeah. Uh, you haven't been using any. No. There really are no effects to speak of. Uh, there's some concern about marijuana causing orthopedic abnormalities, uh, though that has been not well substantiated. And I say, what's wrong with an extra finger? And, think about it. And marijuana can cause some fertility issues, but obviously that's been overcome. So really, it's it's much more the issue of what the mom's doing when the baby's developing. Okay? okay um, I did smoke a little pot, like... Um, like the first couple of months right before I found out. Well, yeah, just stop. That's fine. It, well, as far as we know, it's. Probably, what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's over. With. Have the kid drained? Yeah, you wouldn't. You, know what I mean? ab- you wouldn't abort that because of a single exposure. Just, just. Wait a minute. You have the kid now, right? Right. All right. How old's the kid? Um, four months. Doing four fine? months. Yeah, he's absolutely healthy. It looks like. I mean, he's got a lot of uh, skin problems. What's he got? He's got rashes and stuff. Are you? Do you have eczema or, or uh, asthma or anything like that yourself? No. All right. Where's Papa? He's gone. Oh, okay. Imagine that. Well, it's bizarre. What's Where happening? are the rashes? Pardon? Where are the rashes? Like, um, he's got the cradle cap, and it's he's got rashes on his back and his chest. and Eczema? I don't know. The doctor said it's not eczema. What is it? It's something that starts with an S. An S? Psoriasis? An Sir, uh, something. Mm. I can't remember. Can babies get psoriasis? Mm. It starts with a P, though. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't worry. I am a straight-A student. I thought it started with a C. <laughs> hey, uh, Becky? Uh-huh? Take care of your kid. Hi. Are you, not, preg- not, are you pregnant now? It's not ichthyosis, no. is it? That doesn't begin with Becky, an S. I know, but right, let's uh, not play name that skin condition on this show, please. <laughs> You're boring the hell out of everybody. Becky, don't no. get pregnant anymore, right? Right. Who's paying for this kid? Um, pretty much. Um, I'm on. Uh, Everybody. Assistant. Okay. Well, it takes a village. All right. Uh, so far, um, I figured out uh, that uh, I get nothing for my tax dollar. I really don't. I, I swear to God, I probably paid uh, two hundred grand in taxes uh, last year. And for those of you who uh, think, uh, oh, you paid two hundred grand in taxes, this guy must make a million dollars. Nope. No, don't even double it, you bastards. Please. 200 uh, grand in taxes. I can't even get my effing garbage picked up. 
And uh, when I call the uh, Van Nuys Court Department, Van Nuys, where Bob's uh, classy lady is, and try to get a little uh, little justice done for the guy who destroyed my car uh, three years ago and has never been uh, heard from since, uh, they don't call back. Then they tell me to write a letter. I write a letter. Then they don't call back. Uh, then they basically tell me to just go F myself. I love the way socialists what are you become, gonna do? Republic, become Republicans when they actually have to pay taxes. Right. Oh, yes. Yes. I just want a little bang for the buck. That's it. I want to be able to run over a couple of stop signs. Yes, Your Royal Highness. I want uh, yes, one little garbage Highness. picked up. I, I want the courts <laughs> to start doing what they're supposed yes, to do. Yes, Your Royal Highness. Let me just say, let me just tell the court system just one quick thing. Just It's, it's ten seconds. You effers are not uh, the march of effing dimes. Do you hear me? You're not fundraising. I know that's the way it's gone, and I know that's what you think you do for a living. But you are not fundraisers. You're not Jerry Lewis. Do you hear me? There's no receptacle to 7-Eleven that we need to feed for you. Your job is just this. It's not parking tickets. It's not leeching off the underbelly of good, honest, law-abiding tax citizens like myself. It is providing justice for those systems. Not the kind of justice in uh, giving tickets to people that park in their own driveways in front of their own garages. It is going out and stopping criminals. You work for us. You do not work for yourself. This is not a charity event. We're not auctioning off Sting's guitar. You get to work, you bastard. Uh, turn that down, Mike, please. <laughs> please, stop fundraising and start doing your effing job. Somebody destroyed my uh, Toyota Celica three years ago. These bastards haven't gotten off their ass. But you damn well know the second I get a parking ticket, if I don't pay it uh, within they're 30 days, it's going uh, to warrant and they're coming after me. I just got a letter on one of those. Absolutely. And I tell them, here's what I tell them. Hey, go after this guy. Put a warrant out on him and go get him. We don't do that. We can't do that. I said, tell that to my buddy Ray, who was in his underpants <laughs> over at his mom's house, when a couple of marshals came over and dragged him out out of his house for parking tickets. <laughs> this guy is has committed hit and run. He destroyed my car. He took off. He was probably drunk. He was caught. He was brought to court. Now it's been two years. I've not got a penny from this guy. And their answer to me is F you. Because there's not a penny in it for them. Go do your job and I'll cut you cheap bastards in. Yeah. Do your job. I'll give you 10% like loan sharks, you bastards. Amen, brother. All right, we're out of here. Please, have some pride. All right. Love Line, Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Phone numbers 1-800-LOVE-191. We'll be right back. On 101.5 K-Rock. great dad. <laughs> Sandy just said, my dad was a great dad. He was never around. Unavailable. Well, who knows? Yeah. If so, hypothetically, he was a good dad. If he'd been around. Right. Oh, Drew, wait a minute. You ain't around that much. around. Huh? I, listen, I make a That's point of... That's all right. And I worry about being around all the time. That's really? important. All the time. All right. Well, that don't count the worrying part. Of it. No, I mean, I'm organizing my whole life that. around putting out and being there. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Say maybe she cut back a little. That's all. One, one yeah, she ain't dancing. But she, believe me, it drew the the second Drew sees her uh, pick both feet up off the ground at the same time, he, he smash her back down again. He won't even <laughs> let her gyrate. But 
He won't even allow mincing at the house. Forget about dancing. Sandy and Annalise are both here. They both work at uh, Bob's Classy Lady. Uh, Sandy was uh, a veteran dancer who's now uh, moved uh, into the front office. That <laughs> it makes me sound. But so she's old. a bit of a well. She's kind of a player coach. She gets out there and does a little something every once in a while. Whereas uh, Annalisa's, uh, you know, she's starting. She's playing both ways. So uh, what do you mean playing both ways? Well, I'm sticking along with the uh, sports analogy. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Spend a lot of time on the field. Yeah. Um, I don't mean. I actually, uh, I, I actually, am, I'm. I mean, I'm mostly a feature there. Mm -hmm. Once a month, I feature at Bob's. Now, where do you work normally? Um, you know, it's so cliche. <laughs> it, you know, bachelor parties? No, no. I mean, I do those once in a while if I'm like I'm really broke. But I mean, I've done well in the last couple of years, and I, I, I live pretty debt free. I mean, just have living expenses. I don't have like credit card bills. So you're not working the no, other I do. weeks out of the year? No, I go on auditions, but I don't. Really oh, you do some like acting stuff like mm -hmm. that. And uh, do you ever travel around, like go to Hawaii or something? No. You don't? No. You got the great strip clubs over there in Hawaii. Um, you ever been to those? No, yes. I've never been to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. They go there. I went there and never saw the sun. Right. <laughs> sat in a strip club. I, I, I just, I'm like, spectacular. A, a week in Hawaii, sat in a strip club. Could have went to North Hollywood, bought a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> that seemed kind of like a waste of money. Yeah, it sort of seems like it. Yeah. I went to Hawaii and didn't go to one strip club when oh, I really? was there. Oh, no, you don't know what you're missing, baby. Although it's a, there's a. But every other city I go to, I do go to them. Yeah, Canada's good too. Christina. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you know, uh, nothing personal, but uh, there's a many, many cities in this great country of ours Texas, uh, that Houston. do that just have some uh, an awesome uh, nightlife when it comes to that. And L.A. for some reason. I'll tell you why. Why? Because we are underappreciated in L.A. Because there are yeah, so but, many but beautiful I'm girls. Why. Because there are so many beautiful women in L.A. because of Hollywood and all that, that people don't have to go to a strip club to see to see them. And don't you think... As opposed Hollywood. to, like, Las Vegas. Don't you think also that uh, L.A. is so damn spread out that yes. it's uh, hard to get any kind of scene going because uh, you, you may be over... Laws. You may be in Canoga Park and someone may be down by the airport and in other cities. I mean, those are... those are You're practically going into other states when you travel that far. Yeah, it, it's really spread out. But the thing that's really weird is that in Las Vegas, I would say that like 75% of the girls that dance in Las Vegas live in Southern California. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They travel back and, and forth the, on the weekends. They, they just refuse to dance here because it's kind of a joke because L.A. is not one of the places that's known in this country for making a lot of money. Well, I know. I couldn't uh, make ends meet when I was in the business. Christina? <laughs> yes? You're 16. Yes. Um, I was wondering if mail-in HIV tests are reliable. Yeah, they're good. And also, um, the problem with them is not the reliability, but the lack of uh, counseling and testing, or at least the the, the accessibility of How it. How do you do it? Is that, are you talking about the cheek one? What was that? Which one are you talking about? You know, I don't even know how to do that. But it's just, just swabbed in her cheek usually. That's it. Yeah. Why the inner cheek? As opposed you don't to know. you can't draw your own blood. Why not? You can prick yourself, can't you? Uh, I, yeah, I think smart they have guy. Those Thank you. Two. Yeah. What about like in your nose? Like blowing your nose? I'm sure they could do that. Well, you can put suave in your nose. What? What's on your inner cheek? Saliva? Well, the buckle cell. Mm. There's cells. That, that, you don't know. Okay. Uh, they do a lot of tests that. from that. They from do. the inner cheek. Well, you do the chromosomal analysis and stuff right. from the cheek, but because you, it's a way to get access to do cells very easily. tests like that. Right. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get your oh. chromosome. So that's a place where uh, where cells are flying off. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, if I ever need any cells, I know where to go. Why do you need an HIV test? Christina? Yes. Why are you worried about HIV testing? Um, I did have unprotected sex 
maybe like last month. Mm-hmm. With who? A stranger. How come? Oh, why would you do that? What? Why would you do that? Um, I don't really do drugs that much, but I did get high, so... So um, that made you have unprotected sex? You were not thinking clearly? Um, not that I wasn't thinking clearly. It, when I did it, it just felt right, and usually when... You know, when I was now, who is the guy? Yeah. A guy that picked me up off the street. It was actually my first time, so... Oh, my God. First time having sex? Yes. Very first time. Oh, that's special. This is very bizarre. You just you, you lost your virginity to a guy in a van? It was very special, actually. Yeah, I did. It was special? What was special about it? Special special weird, though, right? No, it was it was very special. Didn't it feel a little empty? Um, I, I've done it with two guys, and yes, it did a bit. Because, uh, wait, wait, I thought, wait a minute. I thought it was your first time. <laughs> it was my first time, but I have talked to him afterwards, and... He's actually a very, a great guy. But after right, you had on. sex with him, if you... Hold on one him. second. I'm, I'm going to have to shut everyone's microphone off because uh, this, uh, Christina's a very difficult case. Yeah. Sometimes uh, when you talk to people, it's, um, you can only have one mic going at once. As, uh, she's very confused. Christina. Yes. How many guys have you had sex with in your entire life? Two. Two. Was the first guy the guy who picked you up on the street? Yes. Yes, he was. So, that's who you lost your virginity to? Yes. Okay. How old was he? Um, over 30. And you did drugs with him? Yes. So, you were walking down the street, mm-hmm. and this guy just sort of picked you up, and you smoked some weed? Um, smoked no. some crack? No, it was not. It was speed. All right. Smoked some you speed. You took some speed, and, um, and it was special, though. You thought it was okay. Yeah. Are you talking about the sex? Yeah. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And where'd you have sex? In his house. And you just, you felt safe enough to go back to his house with him? Well, I, I was high, so yeah. Yeah, listen, I've been on speed before. Okay. I'm awake, but uh, it doesn't make you stupid. You just... You, make, no, you're right, it doesn't. You just know what's going on, and you, you know you can't go to sleep, but it, it doesn't uh, make, turn you into an idiot. No, it doesn't. Uh, certainly not after the first one or two tries. So, and then you went and had unprotected sex with a guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, then what What do you do? Just drop you off at home? Uh, yeah, the next day he did, yes. So you slept over? Yes, I did. Where were your parents? Um, they were sleeping. And they didn't know you were, were out all night? No. What else going on at home? Um, not much. I have a pretty happy life at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, actually, mm-hmm. the problem is they don't do, they don't let me out much. So, um... When I go to well, work. I can see why. What's been making you unhappy lately? We can let her out one night. She does a bunch of speed and goes has sex with a 35-year-old what, guy with no condom. What has been making you unhappy lately? What was that? What has been making you unhappy lately? What has been making me unhappy? Oh, boy. Um, probably that I don't go out much. What else? That's it. All right, Christina. Yes. Here's the deal. We, uh, uh, the, the pieces are not adding up. Uh, into the right puzzle here. There's something going on in your life. Okay. Well, do you have any, any manic depression in your family? I'm sorry. Manic no, de- I don't. Hey, Actually, um, not that I know of. All right. You're sorry what? I, I was going to say I'm sorry. I, didn't, I couldn't hear you, but then I did get the question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you probably don't have AIDS, although uh, it, wouldn't bad, it wouldn't be a bad deal checking it out. You could be pregnant. Do not have sex, unprotected sex anymore. 
Mm-hmm. And certainly don't go home with uh, strange men who are in their 30s, unless it's me. <laughs> okay? No, you know me. Christina, I'm uh, TV and radio's Adam Carolla. Something is really going on here, Christina, and you're not letting us get to it, but something mm, no. is up. It's, uh, huh? What? Yeah. Huh? Uh, what do I do? What do I do? No. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. It's I uh, I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism. Uh, I There's people who we talk to who only hear... Uh, we have to repeat the questions three or four times. Well, and they repeat it back to us. All and they're, 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 they're 16, organizing their defenses. They're 16, 17 years old. And it's not like they've been playing the drums uh, on the road with UFO for the last 25 years. Their hearing is spectacular. Believe me, uh, when their uh, girlfriend is getting in an argument with their boyfriend in the next room, uh, they can hear it uh, like my dog can hear it when I'm opening the can opener. But when Drew says, is your father an alcoholic? Hmm? Is, is what? Uh, is, yes. my, is my father an alcoholic? Yeah. All right. So, uh, Christina, please stay out of harm's way. Wow. That is just uh, some risky business there. Imagine just some strange guy. Oh, true. What a nightmare for you. I you mean, have a daughter. Well, either, I mean, this is either addiction or bipolar illness or some real serious character. Why? Can't problem. you just be young and stupid? No. Not that stupid. No. Mm-mm. Really? There's really going on there. Common sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't get in a car with somebody you don't know. I mean, you're, you're a virgin. You're doing speed. Yeah, but the like acting out is them. so intense. It's especially really, knowing the way the world is. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, I wonder, I wanted to get at whether there's some form of overt sort of violence in the home or something that she was really rebelling against or maybe not feeling like she uh is getting enough attention yeah but this is not that this is more than this is something yeah, other well, folks wouldn't let her out of the house yeah. our folks wouldn't let her out of the house she had to make yeah. up for all them. of it yeah well, what they do they no go, they, the, the average person she should have robbed the liquor store too you know what i i think that parents that are really overprotective like that that happens a lot of times well but that's another yes. form of abuse but usually it's because they've been equally as non-empathic since the kid was two years old Right. And may have been aggressive I and would, intrusive, uh, and uh, it's a whole pattern that develops. But it's I, not, it's not, hey, you can't date till you're 18. It's, it's almost like I she, did crazy stuff like that was, as a teenager, but not that crazy. I would, uh, change. I went out with my friends and got crazy. And by the way, these you know, are, these are, uh, strippers telling you you're an idiot for, uh, what exactly, you're doing. Exactly. It yeah. sounds like her parents kind of set her up, like, like you can't go out because you would do this and that. So it's like that she was expected mm-hmm. to do that. All right, uh, Drew's grunting. Don't argue with the grunting, Drew. <laughs> I've, I've uh, learned that a long time ago. Drew, why don't you please do your job and sell the hell out of the next call here. Here is Michael, who says he is too much of a man for his 34-year-old girlfriend. All right, okay. and how old is he? Imagine what kind of guy this is. He's 19? Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, no. I feel so liquidy. Really? What? You're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Loveline will be right back. Hi, this is Suzanne Summers, and you're listening to Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla, so don't go away. Yes, indeed, indeed. Sandy and Annalisa are here. Where's that Suzanne Summers? I haven't talked to her in a long time. What, she's doing Candid Camera now or something. She right. is? Right, yeah. There's some sort of law that uh, Suzanne Summers, Tony Danza. Tony Danza, and Scott Bayo must be uh, on TV in some form of rotation continuously. Like uh, Tony Danza gets a show, uh, it does horribly, so he gets another show. So it does horribly, and uh, the beauty and the genius of TV people is they go, Tony Danza's free for a project. Well, uh, why is he free? 
Is it because uh, his last two shows uh, that they called uh, Tony and Tony Danza and Mr. Danza and Tony, Mr. Danza, dear? Those all tanked horribly, and that's why the guy's free, you idiots. Of course. Actually, I met one of them recently. Who? Well, I can't tell you. Tony Danza? One of those three that you mentioned. Listen, he, he may be a nice guy, but uh, I don't blame him. I blame the uh, I blame the TV idiots. The show, you know, the last five things he's done is tank. Good. Maybe there's maybe the people are speaking. Would you please listen? We don't. We're tired of Tony Danza. We're tired of Scott Bayo. And uh, unless you're bringing back, she's a sheriff, which was <laughs> Suzanne Summers' best work. We're tired. We're tired of her. Please, I do not. Uh, I, you know, I turn on the TV, and now Nick at night, I see um, Ovaltine commercials that uh, Scott Bayo did via the ultrasound on his mother's belly. <laughs> I swear to God, this guy's been on TV. He's, you know, he's 36 years old. He's been on TV for 39 years. Please, let's get, just take your money and rest. I, I'm going to Tony Danza. Here's what I want. Here's ah, I got a great plan. Dick Clark and uh, Aaron Spelling, they put together a special that stars farewell, uh, Scott yeah. Bayo and Tony Danza. Yeah. It's called uh, Set Adrift in the Atlantic on a Dinghy. <laughs> Uh, no, Willie Ames has been off Engineer Mike. Uh, Willie Ames has been off TV for 30 years, please, ever since Charles in charge. I don't need to see anything that Aaron Spellings has touched. I don't need to see anything Dick Clark got his stinky paws on. And I don't need to see Scott Bayo or Tony Danza ever again. If you idiots haven't saved your money by now, screw you. Get off the TV. It's enough of you. Am I right, Drew? Yes, They're sir. off the TV. They're in the strip clubs. Oh, yeah. Who do you see, Scott Bale or Tony Danza? And let me tell you something about this Scott Bale. He's nailed every good-looking blonde in town. He's a very nice guy, though. He must be. <laughs> He's doing something. I don't know if it's just the allure of Chachi or what, but uh, this guy, I think he's got... Sounds like, like a, a new, new cologne. He's got Heather, uh, the allure of Chachi. <laughs> Chachi for the man on the go. <laughs> Chachi for the man who can't stay off TV. Is Scott, is, is this like the, is he like that big a treasure? No. Is he a national treasure? Is he that great an actor? I think it was just because he was a kid. Can after. we go on our calls? You know what it is, though. <laughs> TV guys are like, hey, Scott Bale's available. Ooh, great. He's got to have a show. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I swear to God, if you said if you said a TV executive, you know Charles Manson's available. <laughs> Charles Manson. He's never, he never had a TV show. Uh, the name sounds familiar. I know, I know that name. Well, let's put him on. Let's get him going. There's good there's good Q rating there. People know the name. That's what I'm saying. They don't necessarily agree with his politics, but they know the name. We'll put him on. That's the beauty of me and Drew. We're about two months for never being able to be thrown off TV. Once you've been on TV like 18 months, they can never get rid of you. You have to get uh, another series or at and least infomercials. Our first year, we knew nothing. We're idiots. Now we're experts. Now we got to do five shows. Michael. Yeah. You're 19. Yes, sir. What's going on? Uh, man, I've been attracted uh, to other women ever since I was like 16, and I finally hooked up with one, and I've been going out with her like six months now. But uh, whenever we uh, make love or anything, she uh, usually has one explosive orgasm, and then it's done. Like, for example, I just made love to her 45 minutes ago. That would be normal, uh, Michael. Oh, really? What's the problem? Uh, the problem is I'm not satisfied, you know? With I'm, her explosive orgasm? No, with me not reaching mine. Oh, no. that's nothing to do with her age. That's just yeah. uh, it's just an incongruity in the how you guys function. Oh, really? How long have you guys been together? Six, Six months. months. Mm -hmm. How long are you good for? How long am I good for? I'm ready right now, man. She's in there passed out. All right, but how? why don't you have an orgasm? Huh? Can't you focus? Oh, I do. I do. I do have mine, but I just ain't done. 
Maybe you should try more foreplay. I, I, I give her everything she needs. What, what do you, about you? All right, He's hold saying on. he wants to do this more than once. Michael, you want to have sex twice in one night? Well, not just twice. I mean... Three times? <laughs> not, it ain't the amount of sex that we have. All right, but listen here, genius. Are you having the orgasm? I'm having one orgasm, probably. All right, and you want more than one orgasm? Yeah. All right, but she's tired out. Oh, yeah, she is. Greedy. Right. Well, what can you do? What can I do? Yeah. I've been, oh, no, I've been looking at our daughter here lately. That's oh, good. All right, That's yes. genius. Good night. Yeah. Good night. That was one of those, uh, I'm banging some older chicken I want to talk about it. Goes. Yeah. yeah hell That's that. a, uh, my oh, penis is, uh, <laughs> penis is so big I can't ride a bicycle. What do I do? Stay home. Wait, wait, what is with our callers tonight? What is with it? Um, we haven't had one of these nights in a while, yeah. but uh, tonight is uh, stupid belligerent quaalude night. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. real slow and real stupid. Uh, yeah. I don't know why we have that. It's a, I tell you what we have here on Love, Love Line. It's like, a, you know, a gay bar has like a two-step night, chaps night, or something like that. We have these nights once in a while. Tonight is uh, idiot night. Just, we have uh, nights at our place a yeah, what is like that? that? Like, you'll, you'll have a night where a bunch of good-looking guys come in there, uh, dress, yeah, alright, hey. don't, don't, don't roll your eyes. There'll no, be, there'll be nights, there'll be know. good nights, and then there'll be just, uh, dickweed night, right? Troll night. You know, I, a bunch of fat trolls I, come in there with hair, uh, yeah. uh, on their neck. I, I don't look at guys, like, physically like that when oh, I'm Oh, sure you do. I'm telling you, every, you, don't. Saying you really every, don't. every night is dickweed night, is what she's saying. Yeah, and you know, they, you know what, like they that. all, they're all, it, when somebody comes in there and they're, they're just a customer of me. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not looking like to meet somebody there. That's the last place I want to meet somebody. Well, listen, we're not, no, it's uh, I'm easier not, to but don't be discouraged, please man. come in. Adam's very offended. <laughs> all right, listen, I'm not saying you're trying to get laid, uh, when, when you're on stage. I'm just saying you can recognize the difference between a well-groomed, attractive man and a troll, please. The really good looking guys are usually like, like they think that they're doing you a favor. Like oh. they, those are the guys that mm -hmm. usually don't want to spend any money and they want to take up all your time because they they have this like thing where they think that you know oh that it must be better for you to hang out with them. Because the guys try to pick up on you on a constant basis. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. the questions that they ask are just so stupid. Like mm -hmm. they ask me things like you know, what would you like to go to lunch sometime? And I'm just like you know, where in the lobby of a hotel? I mean, come on, you know, exactly. well, do I look like I'm starving? <laughs> I like can't feed myself or something? Well, maybe they're just. It's their way of asking you out. Why, why would I want to go out with them? They're married most of the time. I mean, well, it's like, I don't know. Hey, listen, I met one of my uh, girlfriends at a, at a strip bar. Nothing wrong with that. We had a beautiful, it does happen. Beautiful relationship. A beautiful, dysfunctional six months. Uh, most of the guys. Shut your mic, okay. Most of the guys that ask me out are really implying for something else. They want sex. Right. Yeah, and they're and ever have guys just offer you money straight out? Oh come yeah. Home and have sex with them? I've been offered money to do stuff that. How much? I was offered two thousand dollars. Two thousand. To do something with my hand. Really? Yes. But, oh, no. but when you get into no, let me tell you what you'd have to do with your hand no, for me for no. two grand. When you get into this, use it to take your pants off. You have to draw the line before <laughs> when you, when you start dancing. You have to like you have to draw that line. You have to tell yourself this is where I'm willing to go and this is where I'm not because sooner or later somebody is going to offer you. All right, a lot so of money wait, you something. saw let's say once a year some guy offers you ten grand, you put a condom on. So Come you've on. already done it. So then next time you're not going to get ten grand again. So well, maybe you know not it, from you're him. You're doing something in the back of a car for forty dollars. That's my theory. That's my. True, mm -hmm. you know, okay. I, I mean, yeah. When you're in, you have to know. And there's many girls that that don't that they'll they'll go do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you frown upon that as oh, a yes. manager? Hugely. You don't go for I, that. 
No. Because you don't want to turn it into a brothel. That's why it's called Bob's Classy Lady. And now, yeah. I mean, God forbid no. someone should get laid. Now you're not a stripper. <laughs> now you're a prostitute. And, and I resent that because I one thing that I have really hate are girls that go around calling themselves strippers that are really prostitutes. Right. How about if they, people go into the porn industry? Is that a... Well, for us, it's like line? the guys... Oh, they're, they're adult film actresses. But what about people that strip and then go... Don't on? get me wrong. I, a girl wants to like be a prostitute. Hey, that's... You but know, but well, I'm just curious where, where you would do... Is that another line that you would draw? That the people that cross do, into that are doing something do it, for money and... Yeah, it's the same I thing. Know. I mean, when you start, I, I personally, I mean, like, obviously I'm a stripper, so I'm a sexual person, and sex is great. I mean, I love sex, but I, I don't, when you start, like, do, having sex and, like, exchanging money, I just think that it becomes a job, and it's a business, and why would you want to, like, you know, take it to that level when it's fun? Like, that's your personal, well, um, for you. I like comedy, but um, I'm perfectly willing to get paid to uh, try to attempt to do it uh, on the radio. That makes I mean, me impressed. My yeah. whole thing is like, if I started having sex for, for money, what would I do yeah. for fun? You know, I mean, mm, spend or personal, the money, or how would it be? Okay. Going all anyway? right, all right. This is becoming too cathartic. Listen, <laughs> don't take any money for sex. That's fine. Good advice. Uh, I totally approve. Let's see if we can just power through uh, just a couple of calls. Would you shut up, Drew? Sarah's uh, twenty-three. to do this. We're two minutes in. Gambler, uh, gambler, dad is pushing uh, gambling uh, on son. Uh. Includes uh, Sarah's uh, hubby. Bought hubby a bookie. The yeah. hell's I mean? That's too uh, convoluted. <laughs> what sort of environment is a uh, strip club boyfriend frequents them? No, oh, that's good. Hold on one oh, second. Yeah, let's hear this. Linda. Hi. They're dark. <laughs> they smell funny. There's a bunch of guys having a good time without their girlfriends. Their yeah, nosy radio-calling girlfriends. <laughs> Let him go. Believe me, he's oh, not getting yeah. laid over there. <laughs> All right, we got to go to break. Nancy yelling at me. We'll be back. This is Loveline. Loveline will be right back. I'm Dave. I'm Graham. And we are Collectively Blur, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Yes, you is. Sandy, uh, Annalisa, thank you very much. Let me just give a uh, quick plug out. It's a national show, so we don't like to harp on stuff uh, too much because there's some uh, poor bastard with a Woody in uh, in uh, Minnesota right now who can't get out to Bob's classy lady. But uh, it's in uh, Van Nuys. And uh, the 13th and 14th is when uh, Sandy will be uh, shaking her uh, firm buttock. Annalisa. Oh, sorry, Sandy. I, I know. And, Sandy and does the uh, guest private things. Sorry? And I've got, like, special guest lineup. Girls coming in that don't normally work there that are going to do, like, some special shows. Oh, so it's a bit of an all-star night. Right. Yes. Good. Go down there. Fire eating. And, and uh, hoist a uh, Pepsi on me. <laughs> no, you go get loaded at the bar next door and then stumble in. Exactly. Uh, and raise a little hell. That's the way it works. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks and uh, until next time, it's Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This has been Love Line. The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff or management or producers or directors or the advertising or anyone. But they might be Bob's. I'm Bob and they're mine. The producer of Love Line is Ann Wilkins. Love Line is a presentation of Westwood One Entertainment. Grr. Arg. We now return you to your highly tested, regularly scheduled programming. Bye.